Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey, y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Welcome to Sewing Out Loud, the official podcast of ZD Sewing Studio. Here are your hosts, ZD and Mallory. Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm Mallory Donahue. And I'm ZD Donahue. I cannot believe that we are almost into two years of podcasting. I know. And we have not covered this. Well topic i can't believe we've had such a good time doing it too like it's all amazing the whole yeah isn't it amazing that we like to sit around and just talk about crap (laughs) no i bet it's not a shock to either one of our spouses that we could talk for two years i'm sure they're like oh you want me to i think they're so glad we're recording instead of talking right that's like oh you need us to stay away from you and leave you in a quiet room to talk to each other too bad oh yeah so Guess what we're talking about that we haven't talked about for almost two years? We are talking about bias. Which, and Mallory, I think, says, one reason she says, it's funny we haven't talked about it, is because I love bias. Mom is a a bias, you know what? Yeah, I'm a bias. (laughs) I feel like people listen to this with their kids. I'm a bias freak. I'm a bias bias freak. freak. That's very, yes. I I just love, I, I just love it. I mean... It's it's a thing you know it does stuff it you can manipulate it it makes things look I love stripes on the bias and what maybe some of you know I we've met, met, I don't know if we've ever mentioned but I do collect striped fabric I took a picture of you today with it oh you did <gasps> That's oh my right. gosh we can just use we that can for, use oh, that oh, hello for Sam we yeah. have a photo yeah and I promise I'll send it to All you right okay so let's just jump right in right okay what is bias what is bias well bias can be anything that is not on the true grain of the fabric so if it's not on the weft <laughs> or, or the warp <laughs> and if anybody's not if you haven't listened to our that l- podcast how do you remember warp right warp and weft because the weft goes from weft to right <laughs> And the warp, if you were to like roll out the bolt, would go it's warp speed, speed down the bolt, and the and the and the uh, weft to white, weft to right, weft to white, yes, weft to weft to white. That's in our types of so fabric it's from podcast. salvage to salvage is your yeah. weft. Yeah. Okay, so there is a thing. Now that's your left. No, <laughs> that's your weft. Where's your where's your your white? Okay, we gotta stop. So you, if you just like, and if you had some olive, E-V-O-O. <laughs> I don't know if anybody's seen that movie, but mom's referencing Baby Mama. Yeah. Okay, so if we 
if you just put your pattern piece down on your fabric, okay, there's a there's a grain line on your pattern piece. Oh my piece. gosh! Oh my gosh! Remember the person who said you can't make pillowcases? Yes, I remember yes. that person. Yes. I think I drove she, by her the other and day. And she was teaching sewing classes. Yep. Hey, this is a beware, okay? Yes. Not all of us know what we're doing. <laughs> we do. Okay. <laughs> so bias, you, if you if you look at uh, a pattern piece, it's going to have a grain line on it. And you're supposed to make that parallel to your selvage. It's supposed to follow the warp, the warp speed. And if you were to take that and just go like, and just knock it out of place turn it out of place you're gonna wind up on a bias but not true bias maybe but bias we're talking about true bias okay it's not a joke people do not just like put something wonky on your fabric and say you cut it on the bias it's not funny it's not gonna work right it's not it's you're gonna oh you're gonna i mean you're gonna want to you'll want to shoot yourself yes okay so the the if somebody wants you to cut out a pattern piece in the bias, they're going to have that grain line uh, 45 degrees right to the warp or the weft right. either way. Uh, how do you find that true bias, ma'am? Well, basically, you, you, you can measure or you can fold, okay? Yeah. So, I mean, you can take your fabric and you can fold it perpendicular. So you take, you take your... Your salvage edge. Uh-huh. And you fold it up perpendicular to itself. Right? No, you take your cut edge and you fold it to the salvage? What? Well, no. That, perpendicular. Well, that's true. okay, I see. Right. I'm thinking of the other side of the fabric. Okay. And you're thinking of right. the salvage. I'm right. sorry. I'm sorry. Right. Yeah, so that you're will right. work. So you're, you're right, right, too. So you're right. You can take your cut edge. <laughs> actually, it should be your torn edge. Yeah, a torn or a pulled edge. Or a pulled edge, not just a whatever wacky cut edge. So you find the grain of the fabric. Right. So you take that torn <laughs> edge and you fold it up and lay it along your selvage, right? There you go. That's so how you I... have okay. So basically, now you have a triangle of fabric. Mm-hmm. And that hypotenuse, right? Yes, the hypotenuse, which is the line across from the right angle. Mhm. Right? Yes. That's your true bias. There you it's go. It's 45 degrees to the weft and the warp. That's correct. Okay. So, mom was thinking... I never thought I'd get to use hypotenuse. <laughs> hypotenuse! Now, what I'm trying to figure... It is. It is. If you actually fold up that selvage... Or, excuse me. If you fold that cut edge up to the selvage, you now have a right isosceles triangle. That's true. Isn't that right? Well, you have... Yeah. You have a right angle triangle. But is yeah. it... It's an, the, the two legs are the same. Aren't they the same? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are they? Yeah. Yes. Yes. The okay. hypotenuse is longer. Yeah, no, I know. I just want to know. They're right. the same. You made a square. That's, you made and half that's a all square. about the Pythagorean theory. Okay, so when people are like, <laughs> half square triangles, half square triangles, you know, the, I'm always a half like, square no, it's triangle. A, it's a right isosceles triangle, okay? Right, right. You know, that. <laughs> anyway, okay. So. Now, wait. And I. Is a, is a right angle triangle also an isosceles? No, not triangle? all the time. Not all right. the time. It, but one is one and one is not the I'm other. I'm just saying That's now right. you got now you got one. Okay. Okay. Anyway. <clears throat> anybody who doesn't like math, just let's go past there you that. Go. Yeah, okay. Okay. So then you cut there, and you have that 45-degree angle, and that's your bias. That's what you would do. You'd cut a bunch of strips to make bias right. binding or bias right. tape or just 
pieces of bias. Right. So you could lay, here's what I would do. Here's how I cut bias, everybody. I've got, so I have just folded that. Yeah. Right? And now I have that hypotenuse. Mm-hmm. Right? So I have that angle, that long angle, in the, or the longest side of the triangle. And I take my... um Ruler. Ruler, my clear ruler, and I lay it on that, use that as my reference edge, reference edge, and I start cutting from that. And I do not stretch it. I'm very careful because that is the stretch that becomes stretchy. The the bias has a stretch to it. And if your fabric is thin enough, okay, you can fold that like again. You can take your point that's down at the bottom Mm -hmm. and fold it up to the other point and you can cut through multiple layers. Okay. You know, you can do that. I don't know if I just confused everybody for strips, but I think we're going to have to do a video. Let's talk about, yeah, let's talk about the characteristics of bias, I guess, because this is what it is. That's how you find it. Okay. What is bias? Why is it different from the warp and the weft? The big thing about bias is it's not stable, Uh that it stretches and it stretches on a woven Okay, so you'll get more stretch on the bias, and you also get more contortion on the bias. Okay, that's what that also means. Yeah. So it's not stable. Now, is there a bias to a knit? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there is. You Mm -hmm. might never need it. Right. But there is one. You might never need it to work with or need it to get that stretch or whatever. You may want it if you have a stripe like me, and you like to get those stripes on the angle. But... Some ways in which we use bias and wovens and bias and knits make the bias on the knit sort of uh, irrelevant. Right. And so we, we're going to talk about that later. Right. Okay. Right. So the the bias will give you stretch, which means that it can curve nicely. Absolutely. Around a neckline. An any, arm any curve, a circle, a neckline. This is with wovens. Let's, right. talk, let's talk about wovens, you know, just so people know that's what we're talking about right. first, okay? So you can, if you have a strip a of... A hat band there you go. is on the bias. If you have a strip of bias fabric, you can go over to your ironing board and you can press it into an S shape. Yeah, like you, you can lay it yeah. out and you know serpentine it and stuff. Uh, you, you can do lots of really cool things with the bias. A bias strip also will not fray as much. No, it it will stop. Yes. It will only, like, you know, you might get a little bit of a fuzzy edge if it starts, but it will not continue to ravel. There you go. Right. So it won't, won't fray as much. Right. Um, but So. Go ahead. I saw somebody do a Hong Kong finish incorrectly. Yeah. Where they double folded their bias. Uh-huh. So Hong Kong finish is what is called a single fold bias. So it's only folded once on the one side, and then on the back it is just flat and it's not finished because you don't want that bulk. Yeah, you do they're... a Hong Kong finish on a seam. A double fi- a double sided finished Hong Kong seam adds too much bulk generally. And that's just you just bias bound right. that seam, and that's that. The other thing is. That raw edge, it's facing toward the inside of the garment. It's That's not right. getting rubbed on. That's, That's right. why it's okay, you know. Um, you, you don't see it. Yep, you don't it's see a, it. It's enclosed, basically. Yes. So the bias is very curvy. It's very unstable. 
you can get bias strips. You can have a pattern ask you to cut out a pattern piece on the bias. bias. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, we had a discussion in the group a while back, a long time ago, where there's a Tilly and the Buttons pattern where she has a collared like dress or shirt. I can't uh, remember. And she has you cut the under collar. Always on the bias. On the bias. That's the way I do it. And people were like, is this right? You know? And I went and looked at my husband's shirts in his closet. None of them have the under collar cut on the bias. But that's because it probably wastes fabric that's in true. the manufacturing process. It is the nicest it's, way to have a collar roll and lay. So the bias is more flexible. Yes. It will be nicer for you in that way. But I'm just saying that, like, you know, my but husband's your got husband a, also doesn't have any $250 dress shirts. That's for damn sure. Uh, so he's got to wait for me to make that's him right. a shirt. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> no, my husband's terrible on clothes. I'm not, I mean, if he was in a profession where he needed those shirts, that'd be great. But uh, he's not. <laughs> so uh, you you may have pattern pieces that call for being cut on the bias. So when a pattern piece or a garment's cut on the bias, it can drape so beautifully. Right. Right? And that's my favorite thing about bias is the drape you get. Um, you know, it just falls. It's just, it's amazing. I, I cut. Okay, everybody, be careful here. You know how I say, know the rules before you break the rules, right? Yeah. There is rarely a sleeve that I do not cut on the bias because I like the, you get a little bit of stretch. I like the way it feels. So almost all of my woven sleeves are cut on the bias. That also puts the sleeve cap on the bias. Right. So this brings me to my next point. When you cut out, let's pretend you're cutting out a, a woven shirt. Yes. And it's got an arm eye. That's right. Okay. Uh-huh. Or, or any woven pattern piece. When you cut it out, if there's a curve and a neckline or something, you are encountering bias. You're encountering, and it's not always true bias. There's all that's different right. um, degrees of bias there, literally. And that's where your uh, recommendation, that's your big That's when tip, it says stay stitch. There you go. Because it will not hold its shape because it's on the bias. It's not on the true grain anymore. So when you cut a sleeve cap, if you were to cut it on grain, if you cut a sleeve right. and the sleeve now, cap's on I'm grain. Now, if I'm making a plaid jacket. Yeah. I might be cutting that sleeve on grain because I'm trying to sort of match up. But I just want to say right? that that top of the sleeve cap, the part that's difficult to ease in, mm-hmm. that ends up being on the bias and it can be easier to manipulate a little bit. The part if the way I put in a sleeve is I always start at the top and sew down and into the underarm. Mm-hmm. And then I stop and I go back to the top and I sew down and into the underarm. I do not sew the whole thing in at one time. Oh, bam. Bam. And believe me, people love me for telling Golden them Golden tip, everyone. Yep. So, it works. And you, Mom also, I just, you're not saying this. She rarely uses, like, the gathering stitches that one is supposed to use in the sleeve cap. Yep. I feel I like. I use one line of gathering on the stitching line. I also, I, I, I've been able to just, using your technique, now, Okay, we don't use the gathering stitches the way they recommend, but we do match up the notches. They're going to yes. be, okay, yes. uh, notches or dots or right. whatever. And we, so we fit. Well, the only time I use a gathering technique is if I have a sleeve that's gathered. Right. So I we, don't use it to fit the sleeve in the hole. Right. But we do right. follow landmarks is what I want to say. Yes. We don't wind up with a bunch of fabric under our arms. No. Nope. Because somebody's going to say no, that. No, no, no. <laughs> no. 
<laughs> we went, we wind up with the fabric in the right place. So keep that in mind. You encounter bias just when you're cutting stuff out, uh, but then you can intentionally cut out pattern pieces on the bias, right. or a pattern maker can tell you to do that. If you want, if you're like, I love this stripe, I want to put it on the bias, uh, you're going to need more fabric than is recommended. It does, uh, yes, and you have to cut them on the same bias, if that makes sense to you. It probably doesn't, but... <laughs> You can't, like, flip it. Right. Okay. And you have to cut. You can't cut. You don't want to really cut on the fold. Sure. Okay. Cut out a single layer. Right. You want to cut a single layer. layer. Uh, very good point. Right. And uh, pattern, I think, is something that we should talk about after the message break. Pattern. Okay. Uh, fabric, surface design, you know what I'm oh, saying. That okay. kind of pattern. That kind of thing. <laughs> okay. Mom, this podcast episode is brought to us by the So Long and So Happy edition of the So Here Box. Oh my goodness, where did you get that saying? I know, somebody really smart must have thought that up. I mean, it just has so much to uh, to offer there. That's right. You're supposed to sew so for a long lo- time. A long time, or... Like goodbye kind of a little bit in a podcast. Yeah, you're supposed to be happy while you're sewing. That's right. So the longer you sew, the happier you'll be. And and then also just like, so long. Thanks for listening. So long. Farewell. Wouldn't you like to wear a t-shirt that you made, that you self-sewed, that said so long and so happy on the front of it? Um, I could be very happy wearing that in t-shirt. In the signature mint green, I think the hex code. Okay, I don't code, think that's mint green. You I do. Can, I, um, no, no. It's I, light teal. Okay, well, the hex code, whatever it is, <laughs> is like 76D2C5, just in case you want to look okay. that on your computer. Um, and so anyway, if you would like to do that, then you should order the last So Here box of 2017, which you can do by going to SoHere.com slash box. Uh, our signature Keystone product in there is the custom printed fabric panel. There's another custom product they're going to be is. real happy with. There is. And we're not going to talk about We're no, not no, no. telling it's, you. It, if I can keep Mallory's mouth shut, it will be a total well, surprise. We might, we might like show it somewhere. Okay. Oh gosh. See, There's she can to... she cannot keep a secret. Like There's going at to all. Be a special pair of scissors. Yes. There's going to be a a couple of very special tools, tools. in the box and then some fun things for you to use yes. to customize. Our little custom things that we think up. And customize your sewing space and customize your life with fabulousness from sewhere.com so uh the sewhere boxes are set to ship between december 1st and december 15th so you pre-order them now by going to sewhere.com slash box and choose sewhere box shipping when you check out to get free shipping both in the u.s and internationally and i am not going to let mallory add the number of boxes we ship out after we've already closed the orders once this time. She does that all the time. I swear, Sam and I are not going to let you do that. Okay, well, we're going to ship out a thousand boxes. No, 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 no. No, but seriously, there's only going to be 250 of them. And I believe at this point we have already sold 100. So if you're wanting one for a gift for yourself or someone else for the holiday season, or if you just like to get everything um, that ZD and I make, uh, we put a lot of care and And love. And a special love note. uh, Into these boxes. So go to SoHere.com slash box and order one today. So, so, so. Sewing out loud. 
Hey, y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey, y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Okay, mom wants us to back up a little bit. Uh, she says I kind of went off on a tangent. Uh, <laughs> no, not Mallory. No, no, no. We're, let's talk about handling and hemming yep. bias. Okay. Okay. So since bias can stretch, it needs to be handled in a certain way, right? Well, yeah. You can't – if you stretch bias, when you're handling it, it will stay stretched. Right. It will not go back. Okay. It doesn't have a recovery like a knit. So if you're making a bias binding or a bias tape and you have to iron it, you want to press it. You just want to sort of pat it down with the iron. Do not stretch it. You'll be so sorry. You'll you'll lose your width is what will happen to you. Yeah, it'll stretch and get thinner. Right, it'll stretch and get thinner. <laughs> and that's, that's something I just talked about with the surgeon and putting – anyway, never mind. I don't want to confuse anybody. You're talking too quiet. People okay, I don't want to confuse anybody. But when you stretch your fabric through the surgery – you will make it narrower, and you won't get all your fabric through there. Anyway, hand, when you handle this bias or whatever, you have to be careful you do not stretch it out of shape. So don't overhandle it. And like it. I said, it won't go back. Right. Don't overhandle it. Right. Don't uh, stri- stay stitch uh, curves. On don't those. iron it back and forth because you're just going to like be rolling. It's like rolling out dough, and it won't come back. I would even say cut close to the time when you're going to sew. You know, sometimes right. we say assembly line and mm-hmm. like cut out. Even these... when I pick it up, I sort of pick it up lightly. Or you know. I support it. Right. Like if it's a sleeve, it's like right. I'm picking it up with two yeah. hands. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm really nice to it till I get it sewn in because your seams will also stretch. So you have to be aware of that. So if you've cut that seam line on the bias and you go to sew it, it, it will want to stretch. You have to be careful with it. Yeah, you need to handle it nicely. And then when you, let's say you made a beautiful long satin bias gown or something like or that. Or just a circle skirt. There you go. A or circle just, skirt a circle is skirt. almost like entirely on the bias. Right. Because you just have this big, huge curve you're dealing with. And and so not all of it's the true bias, but a right. lot of it's the bias. But it's right. still the bias. And because it's not all on the exact bias, when you hang it for the night now so i saw this someplace somebody said you had to hang it for two weeks i've never hung anything for two weeks before i've hemmed it okay? i've never made anything more than two weeks before i needed it. <laughs> that's right yeah i would never have that time <laughs> but you really should let it hang like overnight uh-huh okay and what will happen is you'll come back and you'll look at your skirt and it'll be longer in some places and shorter in the others so this is a skirt that you can't just like fold up and hem mm-hmm. okay you have to let it hang and then put it on your body and then mark where the hem needs to be from the floor that's right okay? on your body right on your body so, because 
that fabric it literally grows. People talk about it growing. Oh, my skirt grew, and it only it doesn't grow evenly. If it grew evenly, we would never problem, but it doesn't. So you need to think about that hemming. Um, and then now let's talk about fabric pattern. Yeah. Okay. When you cut out something on the bias, it can affect the the pattern. Right, because if you have a definite type of print, mm-hmm. say, what what would it be? I'm trying to think of something that would be direction, like, okay, cars. Yeah. Okay, so if you want your cars going uphill or downhill at a 45-degree angle, that's okay. Yes. All right? Yes. But... If you don't, and you want them right side up, like how you drive a car in regular, you know, you you can't cut it on the bias. Yeah, so if it's directional, you need to take a look right. at that. Um, stripes are, we re- mentioned stripes, just want to say again, stripes on the bias are one of ZD's favorites. I love stripes on the bias. So if you make a striped circle skirt, you're going to have the stripe going in different directions and falling in different directions. And that's not uncommon. That's right. That is a popular way to wear it if you think about cutting a circle out of stripes they're you know they're yeah. not all gonna go the no, same no they're way. all going they're going in you know they're going in the entire 360 degrees of right. direction i guess really it'd only be 180 because the other side would anyway like whatever yeah yeah the but same anyway. or, yeah um so think about all that but i have had people show up with i, I particularly remember one a woman wanted to make a circle skirt out of like this Disney print, and it had the fairies on it, or so, or the and princesses. And it's going to be upside down. Well, yeah, I'm like, so which way do you want Tinkerbell? Yeah. Because she's going to be every single direction. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think this is a good choice for your circle skirt. Right. Yeah. You know? So you you really need to think about that. So if you have a fabric you like and you want a circle skirt, you're going to wind up. With a gourd skirt, if you want everything going in the same direction. And a gourd skirt that is in the shape of a circle is not strictly, by definition, a circle skirt. Right, because it won't hang like it's on the bias. That's right. So we got into, like, an argument about this <laughs> live broadcast. I can't, I can't think of, what's her name? Well, what's, what's, oh, she'll she tell. She made it she, and it was beautiful. I, I can't remember either. What is her name? Oh, my gosh. It's not Rachel. No. I can see her face. She wears glasses sometimes. Yeah. Is Dark hair. What is your Beth? name? It wasn't yeah. Beth. Was it yeah. Beth? Is it, is it Beth? No, it wasn't Beth. Oh, she's going to kill us because we don't remember awful. her This is awful. I'm name. sorry. Anyway. I'm sorry. Uh, but yeah, so even though it's in the shape of a circle. It's the controversial yes. circle skirt. And I think the argument we were having is you were like, well, a gourd skirt can't be a circle skirt. I was like, well, you can make a circle you out of gourds. You can make gourds. a circle out of it, but it will not hang and give you... You know, the, the, um. Now, okay, here's a little mind-bending thing. What if you made a gourd skirt and then you cut all the gores out on the bias? You'd get even more bias, you know, more you would true get, bias. No, you know, you get, you get a mess. <laughs> okay. I'm pretty sure. Well, do you remember, do you know like what a spiral, do you know what a spiral skirt is? Uh-huh. Okay, Like so, that, like they're made out of like hook-looking things? Yes. Yeah. And that, that is all, it's like. It's almost like a flounce added to yes. a flounce yes. added to a flounce, added, you know. And those are some weird skirts, and they're hard to make. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because yeah. yeah. you're working. But on again, a lot that of weird is something stuff. else that you let hang for you know overnight before you hem it. Um. So with the with the print, if you we had we had, I think uh, somebody posted in the group it was a striped circle skirt 
that was attached to a striped bodice. Right. And I think it was Carmen that posted this. It was Carmen. And she was like, oh, I don't like it that the stripes don't match. Well. There's no way. If it's a circle skirt cut all in one piece, it's never going to match. And I think it's a little hard to see in the photo that it was, that that's what it was. And they had it kind of what I would call offset so that it wouldn't be like there's a big stripe going down your you know, between your legs, it was like it was offset, so it'd be going off over one leg. Um, and I know what Carmen means. It looked a little off-putting that these stripes weren't matching. Uh, but and Mallory and I both, it was kind of funny. Yes, at the we, same time, we said we that, both said, "Well, what I would have done is put a solid piece of fabric right there." It was a and blue. And actually, you could have done that on the bias. You could have taken a there you go solid a bias. bias piece mm-hmm. and just put a little flange in there. And the so the dress was like blue and red, I think. So I was I thinking think it was like three colors. Like, oh, a red. Yeah, I don't know. No, I think it was only two. Yeah, I'm okay. really okay. So uh, red. You know, I would have done like a red belt or something, and it would right. have broken that up a little bit. And yes, not made. I think it was jarring to the eye. Okay, skirt person. Okay, this is a riot, Jamie Franco. Jamie Franco, because <laughs> I just went to the self sewn wardrobe and I, I punched in, typed in controversial skirt, and the post did come up, and we said it would be the controversial Hashtag skirt forever. Controversial skirt, and she used twelve panels. She had a border print, so this is something there to think go. about. There you a go. A border print, you can't make a true circle skirt. There you go, because you're not cutting, you know, down to the border. So she, she, I mean, she, everything she makes is beautiful. It's, it's she's really drafting nice. her own she, bra she does, too. She does some good stuff. So anyway, if you, okay, this uh, this brings me, I, I, to my my other point. Because I think that sometimes why why I'm thinking about this is we were talking about this knit dress and these stripes right. and how they're hanging. Okay, when you make a garment and you're using a knit, a lot of times there's no reason to cut the knit on the bias unless you're doing it for pattern's and, sake. Right, and I have some striped uh-huh. shirts that I've cut on the bias. The other thing I really like to do with my striped shirts is the body might not be on the bias, but I love then to do the sleeves on the bias because they're not going to match upright anyway. But you're not going to get, like, you're really better off using the cross grain on the knit for stretch. So when we talk about neckbands and someone tells you to cut a knit neckband to make it this long so that it draws up your shirt a little bit, it's important I think most of the time for you to go on that cross grain. That's right. Also, if you bind the edge of a pocket with something, just because you bind it doesn't mean it's yeah. automatically okay. biased. <laughs> a quilt binding, a quilt binding does not at all need to be on the bias. Correct. If it's a straight quilt. That's right. Okay. You're going to miter your corners and it's straight on one edge and straight on the other and it does not have to be on the bias. That's right. In fact, well, it shouldn't dub- be on the it's bias. It's double fold. It's double, It well, yeah. it's actually yeah. double layered D- yeah. bias. I don't yeah. know how to describe that. I, I, I There might be a quilting term for it. But you actually use so that the edge actually has two layers of fabric going over it and not one. Right. I no, I know what you're saying. For, for yeah. wear, wearing per, wear purposes yes. first. Yes. I'm to, sorry. You're yeah. You're right. I'm sorry. Right. Now the other thing I've done with a knit shirt is I've had the stripes be 
however they are on the back and only put the front on the bias. That's how Sam and I with our oh, you did twin that, right. shirts are. Now, you can combine knit and woven. Actually, Mom's planning on doing this. this I, I do got this the, all the time. This is how I got the picture of her. She's making a knit T-shirt with a, a neck hole that is large enough for her head to go through without That's stretching. Right. So she's going to bind the neck in a woven bias. Right. Stripes. Stripes, because they're on the angle, and I love them. And it will hold her shirt up nicely. Right. Okay. It but actually gives you a pretty stable neckline. I some, kind of like it. Yeah, sometimes people are saying the word bias, and I'm like, you don't, that word doesn't mean what you think it right. means. Just right. because you put it around the edge of something does not make no, it that bias. Doesn't, that's a binding. Know? Also, So binding and bias yeah. Are not synonymous. There is binding and there is bias binding. And you don't have to. If your thing is straight, like you said right. on, on that In quilt. In fact, there's no way to put, there's no reason to put it on the bias unless you want, I mean, I have. I, I've got curved edge you remember quilts. That, remember that striped slip quilt we did in yeah. the lock-in? And I put my fabric on the bias because I wanted my stripe on the bias. I wanted that look. I wanted that 45 degree angle look. I was watching a PBS sewing show and it wasn't the one on which I guest starred, but <laughs> someone was talking about bias binding and she was showing it. And I thought this is on just the straightest pattern piece you, yeah. you could have. If you are wanting to bind the edge of a woven pattern piece or a, or a knit pattern piece, whatever, and it's straight, there's, you don't, it's you don't have to put it on the bias. You don't uh, have to. Mallory actually did do another episode. Yes. Uh, with Bonds and Porter, and you do a lot of bias in that episode. Yeah, I haven't seen that one yet. Right. So that's exciting. I, I haven't seen that done yet. Right. Yeah, we, we saw the other one, and I got, I got a nasty email that I giggled too much. Oh, not only... That I giggled too much, but that you I made Sarah giggle. I made too much. the host giggle too much. I somehow. So you know, when we watched it, we counted the giggles. There weren't that many. The only time we giggled was when I made a very smart joke, or Sarah <laughs> made a very have funny been giggled joke. Giggled at. Yes, that was meant to be giggled at. Exactly. Okay. So anything else to say about bias? I think if you know these few things about bias, bias is your friend, and I love bias. Well, uh, you can find us on Instagram, ZD Sewing Studio. Uh, you can go to the Self Sewn Wardrobe Facebook group. It's a good time. And uh, we, yeah, we are very appreciative to all of our listeners as we wrap up our second year of podcasting. So long and so happy. Thanks for listening to Sewing Out Loud. For even more expert sewing advice, visit SewHere.com. Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. You did something for the first time.